Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandis Anderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's work and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Matt. Hi, I'm Comatose on the forums. Yeah, and also joining us is Evgeny. Hi, I am cold and also argent. Oh, you're cold. That's, that's a- <laughs> I thought you said you're called. Oh, <laughs> I was just like super confused. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah. That's 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 why I have a blanket on. You are, you're you're cosplaying as the Lord Ruler as a Pac-Man, you know, just with the fur coat. Yeah. Well. Well. So. So. What. What. I. What I was gonna do is I was. I was gonna do kind of this this head wrap type of thing oh, and be like, oh, I'm uh, like oh, that? It, it looked much more and, like Mary, mother of Jesus to me. Oh. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, same thing. <laughs> but but I was but I was going to spin this into like being an old person and because we're going to talk about like old fandom things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't I wasn't feeling it. So. Oh, OK. Cold. Good talk. <laughs> also joining us is David. I'm Winter on the forums and my intro got all stepped over by Argent. <laughs> wow. How rude. And I'm chaos. So today we are going to go back through old things old crazy theories that we had long ago and we're going to laugh at them so you know sometimes we say some real dumb things sometimes there's some gems but sometimes we're real dumb and it's real fun to laugh at us so i kind of want to start with talking about some history of the fandom because (laughs) matt and i we joined like within a week of each other on the forums before Mm. 17 shard classical 17 shard no 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 (laughs) it was called time wasters guide which was basically a site that brandon and his friends made to just hang out after they graduated byu and they had different author sections and then uh brandon got big and so yeah there was a lot of brandon fans a lot of them uh, as things progressed and they eventually shut down the site and uh 17 shard became the forums uh 17 shard opened in 2010 we're nearing our 10 year anniversary we're gonna do something fun probably uh for that but then we actually were his forums uh 2011 and on so this is some deep lore here where matt and i we went through some real old things from <laughs> the old forums. Yeah. Which you can still all read. You can yeah. you can read all these. The uh, archive is available on the, uh, if you scroll down on the 17 shard uh, forum page. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can go to the TWG archive. And then we all, we, Arjun's been in the fandom real long time too. I, I have been reading the books real long time um i've i've done several sessions of like investigating trying to figure out when exactly i i started reading these things because <laughs> originally i hated brandon's guts like i came into <laughs> i came into this community as a robert jordan fan ah right and then oh came, it, it, it there came the announcement that this this young guy whom by the way i had fancied myself quite the connoisseur of fantasy so like i knew all the big names and so th- this guy that I hadn't even heard of was going to be finishing the Great Wheel of Time series. And I was like, screw this guy. And for, I want to say like half a year, maybe two years, I don't, I don't remember the exact timelines, but like I just refused to even 
think about Brandon. I was like, I'm on, this is a problem. Brandon Sanderson is a problem for the future. Uh, and then the next Wheel of Time book was about to come out and I decided to see what's going on. And I think I just devoured everything in like a couple of months or whatever. So it turned in, out to be pretty good. <laughs> mid, mid 2009 is, is when I came into the picture. Nice. David, what about you? When did you, when did you come in? I was, I, I think I picked up Way of Kings first, probably like three or four months after it came out in 2010, like almost, almost 2011. Uh, and read it then and like lurked on 17th shard and storm blessed if anybody remembers that yeah that existed no, this, for a little this is deep deep lore yeah here. that's where i actually originated because i was oh freaking wow yeah yeah no well see i love stormlight and i would like read about warbreaker you and mean Mistborn online you chose the handle windrunner because you really liked way of kings it, it's weird how that worked <laughs> out but, back uh, when Windrunner was like, oh wow, the, what a what an original name that I can call yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like my first the first time I joined anything. I was like sixteen, so I was like, what am I gonna call myself? There's a there like there's a couple great posts where I clearly didn't understand where how forums work, and I'm like asking for Skyrim help on Seventeen Shard, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> you didn't know what you were doing. But I lurked for a couple months on Seventeen Shard after I found a Seventeen Shard interview on storm blessed and came over and eventually started like quietly <laughs> found the posting. One. <laughs> yeah well that's what i was like but i was convinced like you guys were asking me all this stuff and i'm like oh this mistborn and this warbreaker are in the same universe what if they're not the same quality i've never read anything like this what if they're not the same quality as this book but i i deigned to lower myself to read them and loved them and have been a fan ever since what what, what about you matt tell, tell me tell me how you you got into things um so i found elantris on the new release <laughs> stack in my local bookstore and picked it up and read it and instantly became obsessed um all of my video game characters for like a year had white hair after that <laughs> um and i actually considered bleaching my own hair white because wow. i was that, i was yes. that obsessed with elantris i had never read anything like you it you need I was to get obsessed. a white wig and do that on shardcast yeah, matt yeah. you have to you have to you're <laughs> legally obligated. that dream yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so I the actualize your you should actualize your aeon yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's some deep lore right there yeah so I had no one to talk to about it. So th it drove me to like, I'd also never been a part of like an online fandom before. Um, in 2007, I think I joined the site, the TWG the first time because I Googled Brandon Sanderson and found it. Um, I then was like, oh, I'm on too many forums because I kind of went forum crazy and deleted my account um, and then came back again in 2008 around the time of Eric uh, to discuss Heroes of Ages because or it was coming out soon the pre-hero of uh, ages time that was fun yeah and uh yeah i don't know i was no i was like 14 15 16 i think in those so also a teenager we were and a lot younger reading my posts was like wow i'm really annoying here like i thought yeah, yes oh i was <laughs> i was the worst yeah our, our argent i are uh, Evgeny, I remember uh, when you were saying how you came in kind of anti-Brandon, I'm like, you know what? Your early theories, I remember being really angry and like oppositional. So like that kind of makes sense <laughs> that, like, <laughs> that you're coming from a place of like, screw that guy. And then like, <laughs> well, no. So, so by, by the time I joined yeah. the community, I was already yeah. deep in 
okay, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I like how that's um, the impression that you, you like. Not like in a not in like a bad way, but I just remember you know, like you stated your opinion just in a not in really a bad strong. way. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's just a character flaw that I had and still haven't gotten rid of. Yeah. We're well. Mine was kit flaw. I uh, had a lot of theories that were like, "What about this?" And not really like expanding on it, just like noticing random yeah. things and being like. What about that? Um, I was also known for not spelling well. Um, oh, I yeah. Had a lot of Holy crap. Your spelling was terrible yeah. for like three <laughs> years, point, dude. There was, a, there was a thread. One of my first threads was on how I like Settlers of Catan, the expansion cities and knights. And one of the, I think St. Allure's, like one of the big TWG guys oh, yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I love that you spelled cities and knights three, knights three different ways in that post, none of which were correct. <laughs> This is like like post Way of Kings where people could not spell Teravangian worth their life and we just yeah, called him Mr. T because we're just like, yeah. screw this. I can't even yeah. be bothered to spell this guy's name correctly. Yeah. Now I think we figured it out. I thought yeah. it was Teravanagan for a very long time. Hanavanavanavar? That's yeah. it. Uh, no, that's the, that's the, the prince in Yakovid. No, that's the king of Yakovid. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read Elantris... Uh, it uh, I picked it up in a random airport bookstore because I really liked the the cover and the back of it seemed really cool with the multiple viewpoints. I'm like, that sounds cool. I devoured that book on the plane, and then like it was the paperback, and so the I was really excited to see what more was going on in the Elantris world. And then there was there was a preview for Mistborn. I'm like. This is different. I don't like it. And so, like, for about a year after that, I literally was like, I hate this. And I didn't even, I didn't read it. And then later, I'm like, you know, I did really like that Brandon Sanderson book. I'm going to go, I'm going to go buy Mistborn paperback, the old Mistborn paperback cover in 2007. Yeah. Deep. Uh, where Vin looked very strange. Uh, and... The hardback of no 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 it was the paperback of that. I don't even know what that looked like. Like I have no idea what that cover was. Uh, is, it the, is it the same cover? No no no, it's a slightly different okay. cover. Huh. We, it's it's funny because just on the copper mine we've been finding old covers, so we we did find it. But uh, maybe 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 we'll show that off real quick. Uh, but then I I picked up that and the Well of Ascension hardback, and I'm like. Oh, I'm in deep now. Mistborn's really great. <laughs> and then I, I I wanted to talk about uh things on Time Wasters Guide, and I realized that I was quite controlling of discussion and things. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought me being a control freak or anything? That's that's very out of character for me. <laughs> right, guys? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Shocker. It's interesting hearing that reaction because Elantris, I was remember being like, oh my gosh, it's a standalone. I don't need to read an entire series was part of why I picked it up because as well. I'm just used to sequels. Um, I was just like then, always used to sequels, right? Yeah. And then you get to the end of Elantris and I'm like, oh my gosh, now I want a sequel. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I need one, but I want one. Four, 14 years later, we're, we're still waiting, we're waiting for Elantris. <laughs> it's, it's still been standing alone real well. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I realize Good call, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, that uh, some, some of the things that nowadays uh, I read 17 charts like, oh, I did these things a while ago. Oh, that's not good. So we, we've learned a lot about ourselves. We're, we're going to make fun of ourselves. It is you are going to really enjoy 
the nonsense that we're going to have. So I think uh, Matt and I are going to dominate the conversation a little bit, but you two are going to laugh with us oh. about some pre-Hero of Ages stuff. Because that, to, I don't know about you, Matt, that, that's still like, to me, like some of the golden age of theorizing where we really had no idea what was going on. We had no idea what the Cosmere was. We didn't know anything because we learned about that after Hero of Ages, where Brandon was just like dropping bombs, just like, oh yeah, 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 the the three realms and stuff, and even Peter was surprised that like Dragonsteel yeah. and Mistborn was in the same universe. Did you know that Elantris and Mistborn were the same no, universe? Then? No, we okay. didn't even know who Hoyt was. Okay, like yeah, it, cool. yeah. Until um, yeah, Brandon did a Q and A after Hero of Ages came out, mm-hmm. and that's when he first dropped the everything's in the same universe yeah and, we, and the other four shards that we've seen and we're like yeah shards and then it's like yeah now i'm here so <laughs> easy so well, like we really was, had no clue like yeah i can this is like people finding like oh why is ruin and preservation capitalized when tensoon is talking about them i and like there's stuff about that and figuring out oh these are like proper nouns i they're I referring to something the, I called Ruin the Ruin entity for a while until Peter's just like, it's just Ruin. You can can stop doing that. I was like, oh, right. Yeah, cool. I'll do that. So there's there's some there's some really good stuff. Here's one I like. Now, here's the time for radical theories. I'm under the impression that if Ruin has some sort of external mechanism to exist in, like the mist, then preservation should have something similar. I think then with very little evidence to support this, that the ash mounts and ash itself is preservation. Somehow. Quality. <laughs> so you I so you were like, oh, go ahead. Uh, you were like, miss our ruin at that point then. Well, at that time, I, I think like mm-hmm. that, that's like some, one of the earlier things. Like, it, yeah. Throughout yeah, that, that year, sense. we learned a lot of things. It's like, yeah, the, the mists are killing things. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of back and forth on what the mists were and the deepness and mm-hmm. if it was ruin or preservation or both. And also the ash mounts, because those are the other big set piece of mists. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't it's matter. The ash it didn't matter at all. Yeah, so we were like, oh, like, if the mists are so significant, and there's all this, like, duality, and, you know, so if the mists are on one side, the ash mounts were the obvious side of that. Here's this great quote. Well, I don't think Brandon would put in the ash mounts and give them names if they weren't important in some ways. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, oh, yeah, that that did not matter. Uh, We did not throw the ring into Mount Tyrion or anything in the end, so, (laughs) unfortunately. What do you got, Matt? My first uh, post back when I rejoined was identifying that in the logbook entries, Alendi states that Rayshek, uh or thinks he wears the piercings of the hero unjustly, um, which was a big discovery. A lot of people were like, oh, Elendi had piercings. And then later on, someone was like, oh, like, so like there was a hemallergic influence. Um, and they start talking about, is he an inquisitor? And that got my backup. Cause I was like, oh no, he doesn't have eye spikes. Like he's describing like the scenery and stuff. Right. And then that led to me being like, you know what? I, I think it's just the piercings of the hero. I think it's like a sign. I don't think it's like hemallergic at all though. Like, you know, so like great, great find, but yeah, no, and it was no, hemallergic no because hemallergic. that's how he sensed yeah. the well. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. So, 
the kind of big topics that were being discussed at the time. And mm -hmm. a lot of this stuff came up again and again. So there was a lot of threads on Hemalurgy, how it worked. Oh, there was a comprehensive was a thread on Hemalurgy that I actually made thread. and was like, we should have a, a yeah. thread on this. <laughs> That's um, the crap I pulled. Another big thread was why Vin is so powerful. There was a lot of different theories about what was special about Vin. Um, who's the hero, age, a hero of ages was related to that, but that was another big big subject of discussion um and then You're some other the right tree with all of those stuff. those are all really important we totally nailed yeah. vin's earring being super important so when that happened we were yeah. like yes we're totally right and that was totally justified did you, then, how did you oh how did you know about the word hemallergy did, pre, did they tell it you it was that? in the annotations we oh. had the we had Mistborn one and two's annotations. I, well, and that, I didn't know when they came out. Relative, oh yeah, no, no, so, no. Yeah, yeah, we had the annotations, and so like Brandon was like talking about like, well, the Lord Ruler only touched one of these two powers here, and mm. and we're just like going off on that and like this rune of preservation. So I'm like, what does that mean? How did he the touch? The annotations just, were huge. And yeah. oh yeah, that was the source of a lot of theorizing that we don't get these days. Uh, if you yeah. if you haven't read the annotations, there's some great lore there where Brandon is just like. Yeah, this is some background that you never would get in the books, but here, here you go. Yeah, yeah, I I miss those so much. Yeah, but we yeah. also want him to write books, which is sad. Brandon yeah. needs to. What he needs to do is get a good, like he has a lot. He has like a company now working for him. What I think he needs to do is get start dictating, and just as he writes, like dictate stuff, and then get one of his like get an assistant or someone to like just write well, down the, my understanding is he would write the annotations as he was doing the copy edit but now he yeah. has peter to do that so he 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 literally doesn't do the copy edit so he doesn't yeah. do that pass so yeah like mm. he, he doesn't have a chance to so that that yeah. that's why it doesn't happen but yeah. the annotations are really cool we went off on lots of tangents and he he talks about those three magics and he mentions the word hemallergy so we we did get that word then okay uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're like, what is hemallergy? And I was dead convinced hemallergy was not merely just stealing things. I, and I was like, I don't know how the Condor and Coloss fit in this. But we did discover that they had spikes. It's like, okay, there's something there, but I don't know how this works. And I was like, well, you know, instead of allomancy, where like you're enhancing the body with the mists, Hemallergy is you're using the, you're like burning the body to like do other things and we're and like in I I had this big lightning rod hemallergy thing it to it I I tried to read it I don't know what I was talking about to be to be honest I I've learned I've learned this from experience that really complicated theories that are really long probably aren't right so like. I, I am sorry if you listen to this podcast and you do that. And I that's great because I don't have it in me anymore to write long theories. But like when when you invent lots of new things, I'm just like, this is too complicated. The Brandon answers are usually a bit simpler and that are like, oh, that makes yeah. sense. Usually. Yeah. And in yeah. a lot of like our fandom, the mantra is like often it can't be that simple. Like yeah, it has yeah. to be more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but, but like some, some, sometimes it is. It is just simple. Yeah. Uh, I, ironically, one of the theories, and I, I don't remember which one it is because I pulled the quote out of context, but one of the theories I had <laughs> at one point, um, I was I was going over um, something on, on Roshar and the Way of Kings and probably Spren because that's what was on my mind in 2011, 12, 13. And, and I had a line where I was like, 
So there are two possible solutions to this. Here's one, here's the other. And but one of them it, by by Occam's razor, it must be this solution because it's simpler and more elegant. And it actually in reality ended up being the other a little more complicated solution. There are some things that are not obvious. Like I wouldn't say we'll we'll talk about this, but I had a big theory about like Oh, the magical technology in the South, and I was completely wrong. Uh, but like the the medallions in Southern Skadrial is quite complicated, and like I don't think you would like. Oh yeah, yeah, obviously this is how it goes. So like there there is definitely room for complexity, but like when you start inventing lots of terms and things, and it's like hmm, hmm, hemology just steals things. But how would we have known that? Oh, yeah. hemology spikes out the preservation and like warps these other creatures. How the hell would we ever have no- figured that out? That doesn't make any. Yeah. And I remember Sense. there was a lot of discussion too around the mists in hemology, like mm-hmm. because it, we see the mist going away from Vin at some yep. point, and I think under the lightning rod theory, <laughs> one of the <laughs> that. You were actually sucking the miss in, and they were vanishing because they were like, "Oh, is that what I said?" Evaporated, yeah, that's or probably- someone, or maybe someone building on your lightning rod theory said that. But it there, was like there was a thing where I was like, "Alamancy, you literally suck in the miss, and the miss are what lets you burn the metal." And it's like, well, you can do alamancy away from the mist like you can just do that <laughs> but like technically you do kind of need the the mist as preservation's body for alamancy so it's like kind of wrong but also completely wrong like what's were there actual lightning bolts involved in the hemologic lightning no, rod it was theory? like okay. it was burning the body's energy through the spike and that was the lightning rod or something i don't know look we're gonna put these we're gonna have a doc for you and you can just go read these yourself and be like Dude, what what was going on? Because if we narrate all these, we will be here a long time. Especially, did you have any good uh, things in the final Hero of Ages thread, which you made, and I apparently reserved four forum posts, and I had a massive seven-part theory where I had like, ah, oh, part four A, four B, four C through E, uh, and there were there were seven parts. Yeah. <laughs> what? what yeah. Do, do you have some good ones there? Yeah, so I I pegged Zed as the hero of you ages, did. You which I didn't that. remember. Um, <laughs> Solid. It's funny. I just don't remember that. <laughs> it's it's funny because during the book, I so I went into uh, hero of ages being like Zed is the hero of ages, and Brandon convinced me I was wrong during the book. <laughs> I didn't think it was Ben, <laughs> and then and then it was still a surprise at the end, even though I and then um, I I had a big thing about the deepness being like one mist creation and the mist spirit being in like another we mist had no creation. idea what the mist spirit was that was and, constantly very yeah. confusing and Let's so be real. i thought that the mist spirit was like preservations like champion and the deepness was ruins champion and they we each didn't had have like a champion, mist but yeah it, yeah I, yeah like so they each had like a mist uh uh construct yeah, there was a lot of stuff about the lake, the Black Lake. Uh, yeah, you know, that is some lake. weird deep lore about the weird Black Lake and the dark mist going. Yeah. And David, you were asking last night, it's like, are there still two different types of mist? We have not yeah. heard about that in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Brennan, Brennan said pre, pre-alloy that there would now be two types of mist on Skadrill thanks to Harmony. And I don't think we've ever seen anything that indicates that is actually how he wrote it into canon. Yeah, but, like that might be just yeah. a thing that he said after Hero of Ages, but like 
but like maybe because they're merging together that it's like one power yeah. and that's how the shards are like intermingling right because they kind of yeah. are i guess yeah i don't know could also could also be a thing in the self yeah i guess sure, they have rain mist they're like dark mist. <laughs> dark mist this, this is another good good gem from my theory post just thrown in at the end also Critic Shaw is a hemallergic construct with spires <laughs> strapping into the ground meant to limit Ruin's influence. So, you know, also, typical, typical comatose theory, just like also random out of left field. Yeah, this uh, felt too well supported. I'm going to put something in. Well, I like yeah. I like this about the Miss Spirit. This is what I posted. It's doubtful that the misspirit is the embodiment of preservation on the sole basis that it sounds really lame. Preservation <laughs> is a primordial for force on par with ruin, not some loser misspirit. It's like so right, but also so incredibly wrong. <laughs> In a different thread, I just out of left field came up with, what if the mists are gaseous metal? And I just like, that's the post. Like, what yeah. is this? And then people kind of scoff <laughs> on it. Um, and then Eric comes in a couple of posts later and is like, well, in Well of Ascension, Elend clearly says it's water vapor. So probably not. And there was some discussion about if it was gaseous, gaseous metal, like it would be poisonous <laughs> and killing people and like oh. really hot. <laughs> yeah. All, all this. Yeah. All this, all this stuff. How, it, yeah. Temperature, the science like got it, into it. Uh, it's so funny how like all of those things are valid, but in retrospect are completely hilarious. Yeah. Like the miss work gaseous metal. Like that's yeah. It, it, well, not gaseous metal, but the, they're all reflected yeah. of investiture, right? It, it yeah. is more complicated, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of right there, like, cash metal. It's, yeah, a, it's this, of the same The thing. spirit of it is right there. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you're like, this is preservation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, no, that's ridiculous. How could it be that simple? <laughs> that, that's ridiculous. Ellen clearly says this. I love how it's just me who says this, because as anyone knows on Shardcast, my memory is terrible. I do not remember half the crap I say, just like all the time. Uh, and I was reading a lot of things, and I'm just like, wow, I don't know what I'm talking about this. Another thing that came out was like when we figured out the piercings of the hero thing, we started to realize there's these really tiny details that Brandon has hidden that have big significance. And so we started like just combing <gasps> through and being like, why does he pay attention to this? What does are this you, mean? I, are you going to talk about Reen's Obsidian? I'm going to talk about Reen's Obsidian. <laughs> so yes. this was a theory by, I think Sarah G started it, but I, Sarah G was a big poster, but I like, I she it just spoke to me. I was like, you know what, Reen's Obsidian is it's something. important. It's so um, important. So for those of you who don't remember, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> it didn't matter Reen, at all. Reen, Which uh, I believe be all of you. When Vin is going through the things that Reen left behind after he vanished, I love this. there's a piece of obsidian that he took with them. Uh, some theories about the obsidian were that they were an Inquisitor-like repellent, and that's why Reen got killed. Because he didn't take his special obsidian with him. Something from your mother. Um, and another thing you need to, uh, that's fun about these old theories, is Peter, or Ukla as he was then known, was a huge troll. Because he read troll. the book already. Huge troll. And what so do you when mean one was. <laughs> yeah. He just well, doesn't more, now. More openly, uh, yeah. But he, uh, 
during one thread we were talking about the metal lake and then he was like someone on this thread is on to something and it's not like reen's obsidian <laughs> but that was after here of ages came out right or was yeah, that before yeah. No, that was before. Wow. And it did not and it did not deter me. I was like, Peter, you're misleading me. <laughs> Seriously though, I, I remember the Hero of Ages spoiler thread, and Peter's just like, you guys spent so much time on Reed's Obsidian and it just didn't mean anything. <laughs> and he's just shocked. This is before Peter was Brandon's assistant, so uh, that was that was good times. What what was this? thing about this alamancer hobo that i was talking about like this is like what what am i what am i talking about this is so that this was is a part thread. 4a apparently <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the there was also a lot of threads about prophecy yes, and yes. whether the things like ruin was changing prophecy or whether he had like set up the 11th medal as a way to kill the lord ruler and I think you were trying to say the other explanation for that, other than ruin interfering, <laughs> was that some random person, as you called it, an Alamancer hobo. I, I do want to read this part again because it's please, funny. Please, please, please. Note. So this is Eric. Uh, note. I call him the Alamancer hobo because he would need to be an Alamancer to ensure the metal was Alamantic quality. This Maladium. is the eleventh metal, yeah, Maladium, yeah. Um, and hobo. Because it could be any <laughs> random person who could have discovered it. <laughs> it's just so logical. You're like, also Hobo. <laughs> I, I also have a theory about the one guy who originally created the Terrace Prophecies. We did note that there were previous heroes, uh, previous heroes and stuff. But I'm like, there's this guy. He created the prophecies. And it's like, well, I mean, he probably did, but like through preservation right like that's yeah. that's that's what actually happened but man i i really go on about a lot uh i i like marsh is gonna commit suicide and i love the additional questions at the end here was like atium's particular it's the only one that has that's not a real life metal why does it only exist in the pits of Hassan? it's like these are great questions and i did not know the answer to that at all <laughs> it's like like some of these are great questions like why did the conjurer insist on being paid in atium uh it, oh i like i was like how was ferrochemy form and does it have any relationship with the mist it's like actually we still don't know really how ferrochemy was formed. yeah it where's the atium cache how are the Condor and Coloss created? Like, all these are great questions that Brandon really answered. It's like, oh, this is great. Why does the deepness kill some sick and others and leave others alone? What's the logic behind that? It's like, excellent question in retrospect. No clue how it worked. Oh, man. There were a, yeah, Brandon tied up a lot in that third book. I forgot about that. He really know. tied up a lot. That was made it so good because there's so many lore questions. Well, and the the big thing about that book was the epigraphs too gave yeah. away so like so part of we were theorizing Brandon was releasing sample oh, chapters right. at the oh time. Oh my god! Yes, and so we were just like we had been theorizing about all this stuff and just so into it, and then these epigraphs were just like gold mines of information, and so anytime Instantly a new chapter came mines. out. You're like Brandon. You're just giving away all these secrets. Like, what are you doing? Like, typical was, like final book Brandon, right? When he can finally put his cards on the table that he set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For this series, and it, yeah. I we was convinced that minds. the epigraphs, as the sample chapters were coming out, was the Lord Ruler. 
Because Which everyone was, yeah. Yeah, ev- everyone was because we never had anything said in the present. We didn't know that that was a thing that Brandon would do. So it was a great troll. And the best part was that we were so convinced that it was the Lord Ruler that we got three chapters. It wasn't like Oathringer where we got an entire part one or something ridiculous. <laughs> but literally chapter four, the next one after the sample chapters, the first one that we read in the book it's like, I believe this is what Roshek did. It's like, oh, no, this is not who it is at all. Like, we were in, like, it wasn't stretched through the book. We were instantly got that theory completely kaboshed in the next chapter. And Peter's just like, you guys were so convinced for, like, no reason. <laughs> it's great. What, one more Hero of Ages thing I want to read, because this is just too good. Because I was on about this since 2008. <laughs> I doubt the Lord Ruler would have procreated. He made the terrorist breedings <laughs> program specifically to remove Ferrochemy. Since, Alama- since Ferrochemy and Alamancy are both hereditary, any children of the Lord Ruler would have the exact same abilities. The Lord Ruler fears a powerful challenger to his authority, so I'm absolutely certain he wouldn't have kids. All correct points <laughs> and i'm still livid that he actually did yeah. And, and, yeah and brandon's like the fandom's taking this too seriously it's like no i'm taking this seriously it's me it's me it's ridiculous i've on it since 2008 i also just like completely hated zane that was good to go look at some old things of me just trashing yeah. on zane but well and you yeah. Because you didn't realize that Zane had a spike. Yes, no, that's true. Like, yeah, it, when, I, when I first joined the forums, I, I hated Zane so much that it didn't occur <laughs> to me that the voice talking to Zane was actually a thing. And then it like it all made sense. But I just like I was I was just so happy he was dead. Like I was legit <laughs> just so happy he was dead. I didn't even care. That it's like, oh, this th- this voice was real all along. I didn't even care. I was just happy he was dead. Another thing we did a lot of back then was when we figured out the crazy person hearing voices connection, it was like any crazy person. It was like, <laughs> is this like, is this ruined? Is this person crazy? Is this what, like, it was like, because like did, we were talking about Vin's mom, right? Yeah, yeah, which, we, which, which, up, which yeah. was true. And we were talking about the true. blood sacrifices, like the blood sacrifice for heme allergy had to be the sister. This is what makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and things like that. Uh, yeah. Because we, we didn't, she had to have hemology to be so strong, right, guys? Come on. Which is right and also not right. We should, we should skip forward in time because I think after Way of Kings, we didn't really have too much to go off. Uh, like some, but it, it wasn't like Well of Ascension to Hero of Ages, right? Where we had just so much lore waiting for at our fingertips. Like, oh, I'm, sh- yeah. I'm sure it'll be really fun doing Stormlight 9 to 10. That'll be that'll be a thing mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah well we, we didn't like even really get spren after way of kings like i don't think people were clear on sh- that shallan was bonding a cryptic like nobody knew that shallan was really becoming a radiant for sure well yeah that's, was, that like, is true yeah it's like what's shades yeah. i don't know what that is and yeah. the link between like spren and shard blades like something that's so basic now like in way of kings like we didn't no 100% that Spren turned into shard blades or that, you know, oh, like we didn't, was... we didn't know like so many of the Cosmere words, like all of the yeah. stuff's deep lore that we just like, didn't know. And now we know so much more. So I think, I think theorizers nowadays have it a lot harder because we know so much more that it's hard to have like 
big theories that like are really mind blowing, you know? Yeah. Like, I think it's much harder. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. why I see like a lot of really complicated theories. I'm like, I don't know. I did big walls of text. I don't know about this big wall of text. Like before I even read it, it's just like, oh, that's long. Uh, not not to say that it is that it isn't right, but it's just like, hmm, this is real long. So I, I don't know. This being said, I do have a bunch from like like from pre words of radiance stuff. Ooh, um, so these are going to be super crazy because yeah, we actually, did no crap then. <laughs> Well, I mean, so so ignoring things like where I come into the fandom and I'm like, well, I really see Brandon as a darker author than Robert Jordan. Um, <laughs> and also a post from like 2009 where I ask how to become an alpha reader. Um, ah, those are the days. I was so you were early shooting, on. shooting high, you know, not <laughs> just like beta up. or gamma. You were like alpha reader. Well, so, so, so. At the beginning, I didn't know there were different Greek to letter To readers. be fair, I don't think people know the, the scheme. The alpha readers are Brandon's writing group. Beta readers, is, it's a more widespread thing. And gamma readers are doing line edits. So that, that's what that means. Yeah. In case you didn't know. Um, which probably didn't. you didn't. Uh, but, I, but I had a period of like two, maybe even three years in like 2011 2012 2013 where i was i was dead convinced shard blades had something to do with odium <laughs> like they were they were either directly of odium or they were corrupted by odium in some way um and i'm and i'm trying to i i have like i i go on about this in in numerous threads in those years that was like a we, big theory too like people was, believed that i totally forgot that until we were yeah. researching for this like oh yeah that was a big theory free words of makes, radiance you know they're they're weapons right and odium like like war like it there's the logical links the there eyes burn out yeah. that's still kind of freaky and weird let's be yeah, honest so so all the way back 2011 time wasters guide guild guide time wasters guide guide, guide. Uh, I respond to some some topic and I go, I always assumed that there was some relationship between Odium and the Shard Blades and Plates. Possibly. I don't like the way people die if they're killed by a Shard Blade. The burning in the eyes makes me think about Voidbringers and Voidbringers make me think of Odium. I'm not uh, sure how things fits. are true. <laughs> I'm not sure how this fits uh, into the vision of Dalinar where he saw Knights Radiant abandon their weapons and armor. Uh, and then later on in the thread, I go, I remember reading this epigraph and thinking that maybe the shard blades have a Voidbringer bound slash imprisoned inside them. Uh, Voidbringer bond? Uh, bonding, bonding humans? <laughs> hmm, that's, that, sounds, that sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then in a, in a different thread, now in the 17th shard, something, so I'm responding to the effect and the effect of intent on the acquisition of magic. Uh, posted by Windrunner in 2012. <laughs> After posted I by... had the main intent theory. Come on. Oh, yeah. 2011. No. 2011. September 2011. 10th. Oh, that, was, that's uh, after Principle of Intent. Principle of Intent is. was no, February 2011. <laughs> I'm, Eric, I'm not trying to veer credit here. <laughs> no, we're just, we're not going in order is all I'm saying. Which we, oh, well, yeah, we no. yeah. We're kind of jumping around. Uh, well, I'll remind you what's happening. Yeah, so it was it was a it was a theory, and 
David might talk about it later, um, where he talks about the well, how how you get magic and and ties that to shard contents, lowercase i. No, lowercase I, 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 dang it. <laughs> lowercase. And I respond with, I definitely think the thrill is associated with odium at least a tiny bit. <laughs> my, fr- <laughs> my, my flimsy logic. I'm ready. <laughs> here goes like this. Sil, <laughs> Sil doesn't like shard, shard plates and blades. Sil is obviously connected to honor slash the almighty. Therefore, the almighty wouldn't have liked the shard gear as it is now. This implies something that changed, perhaps something about the actual shard gear, something that would introduce Odium's power to the formerly honor-only artifacts. Where else have we seen a mix between the two shards? In the Oath Pact. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, this this took a hard turn here. we 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 have the heralds, servants of honor, (laughs) <laughs> who only get to enter the world in order to defend it from a desolation. In their spare time, they live <laughs> in some sort of hell. <laughs> As you do. I've always, I've always thought that this old pact is not very good business. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. It sounds, it sounds like the honor... It sounds like Honor made a deal with Odium, and part of the deal was the fate of the Heralds. It would be possible that another clause in the, is the corruption of the plates and blades, <laughs> so that they induce an intense feeling of hatred, as seen through Dalinar's POV, in the wielder. I, and then I, in a different thread, yeah. It, it definitely, yeah. like, you're like, good, 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 veer way <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> It's also funny how ideas capture people and it kind of because like you said, this was kind of like Odium and the Shard Blades was kind of your like hobby horse or the yeah. thing you kept coming back to. And you see that with like forum users today and like people just get attached to something and it oh, comes me too. Uh, well, again we and again. Do, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Like and, I remember and, I would work the metal lake into any thread. Like I was like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. How, so it's like random theory about something else. I'm like, but how does the metal lake fit in? <laughs> The answer some is of, not much. Some of, <laughs> some of these theories just become lenses through which we see like the entire body of work that we have. <laughs> I see things in this way, and it's it's true. It's true. Oh man, that's funny, David. What you got? You got something funny? Oh, I'm trying to. This is, I can't tell sometimes like what's funny and what's funny to me, but they're all fun. So uh, no, let me no, look. no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, we we got we got to see. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll jump into my Urethiru stuff because oh I was God. like, I was like a, I was one of the big people uh, that was really interested in Urethiru. I, I really wanted to know all about it. It was before I had any ebooks, so I read my library, checked out card cover of Way of Kings, and yeah. found every single Urethiru quote in it and t- typed it up by hand. Uh, it was great, and uh, but I, I had thought my big theories for Urethiru were it had to either be, because there was no way they couldn't find it, because obviously Rashar is incredibly well explored with the civilization of singers living next to Lothkar for 2,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, well but, explored. 
and, I, and I was like, well, Yasu thinks it's not an automaton, so it can't be there. And so I was convinced it was either in Shinovar or it was in Shadesmar, and they would need to go to Shadesmar, which I am pretty proud that I was thinking about Shadesmar back then. But Yeah, because pre-words of Radiance, yeah. Yeah, but that was that was my big thing. So I was like, oh, it's, it's obvious. It's got to be one of those two. It's like, no, 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 it's just in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a, to be fair, that's a really weird place for a city. Yeah. Until yeah. you realize what the oath gates are, it's like it doesn't make any sense. No sense yeah. is made here. What? Yeah. What did you think about your theory, Argent? Didn't didn't you have a theory on it? You you thought it was a flying city that fell and shattered the planes? Oh, I don't. Did I you originate this. the spaceship theory? I don't know. <laughs> no, about no, no, that. no, 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 no. So not not the spaceship theory. Okay, okay. no. Um, so <laughs> you have you have to remember this is. I've always been a, a big Blizzard gamer, and so this was like right in in the big like this was when Blizzard and Warcraft and World of Warcraft were the the biggest things in the gaming industry, and so to me, Eurythir was like the flying city of Dalaran in right. that universe, which which is literally a city on an island that flies around, and so I was I was. I, I wasn't dead focused on the idea, but I thought, hey, what if, what if your theory is also a flying city? Um, and I don't, I think we had the, the closest to honor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It made a lot of sense. If honor is God, then, you know. <laughs> it's high up. It makes sense. A, a, a city closer to the heavens makes sense. How do you get a city close to heavens? You make it fly. It's right? going to be nearer to the storms. It's high. And, and then for some reason, I had decided that it had fallen. <laughs> And it had shattered the planes. It's heavy. And I mean, come on. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, we also had, you know, Kaladin flying with the storm a couple of times. And he, even as, as far back as the Way of Kings, notices a pattern to the shattered planes. And so I figured, well, how do you get a, a you know, a big thing when it shatters and you get a pattern? It's like, it's like dropping a plate. Like, that's what he's seeing. He's seeing your ethereal has fallen into where the planes are and they've shattered in a pattern. Uh, and that's what he identified. I don't know about the shattered planes, man. Like, oh, I know. <laughs> like, we're never going to go back there. Like, come on. Like, when it's are we going to It's a Don Shard. When he brings in Don Shards, he's going to be like, back to the planes. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I, you know, about that closest to honor, I read a topic of mine that said, so honors in the west does that mean odium's in the east <laughs> like that's like, <laughs> it's like oh hot take there <laughs> odium well, in the east the everstorm does come from the other direction yeah so but like, but honors in the west that's oh yeah 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 but yeah. like i was like maybe the high high storms are of odium because i was like that's east it's not where honor is it makes sense (laughs) (laughs) and they're destructive yeah yeah i mean they are like you can't read that first scene in way of kings where calden is in the high storm like i i still love that part where you're getting oh the storms the storms are really bad and then you're like calden is in the storm and sills there so awesome that we got to see that on screen. Good job, Brandon. Oh, but like, it's I'm, it's not a nice place. The high storm. Yeah. Not not a fun time for Kaladin. Not a fun time. Uh, when when earlier you you brought the high level of exploration that we have on the Rashar, actually, um, <laughs> I, I remember the theory. <laughs> what is flying? <laughs> uh, 
he's he's too far south. <laughs> he's too far south or something. I don't know. <laughs> How do you not Calvin, see? Calvin's dumb. We all know that. We love him, but <laughs> doesn't make sense. I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, to, to be fair, he wasn't seeing like the entire yeah, like yeah. breadth of the land. He was seeing like a city here and a city there, and I also so. he's he's flying as the high storm for the like. This has got to be an overwhelming experience, right? Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. But I, but I remember the theory. It it wasn't one of mine, so I don't want to make too much fun of it. But there was a theory that the so the chasm fiends were the void bringers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which was which was a little supported because of that drawing where Shalan draws uh, like a page from one of Yasna's books, and it's a drawing, and it's a drawing that Adolin recognizes as, "Hey, this looks like an awful lot like a chasm fiend," and and so the chasm fiends are Vorbringers, and the Pershendi are. So so if you remember at the very last vision. That Dalinar has when he chats with Honor. Honor says he's going to try to help, or that he's going to send help. Um, and I and I think I misinterpreted that or something, and said, "Well, <laughs> what if the Pershendi are the help that he is sending?" And, and so the Pershendi are uniquely equipped to deal with the problems on Rashar because they can grow this this. Uh, carapace-like armor, and it helps them, helps protect them from the from the storms and and the dangers of Rishar. And so they are honor's help, and they've been fighting the Voidbringers, that is the Chasm Fiends, for a long time on the Shattered Plains. And something happens, and they can no longer do that. And so what do they do? They go to the Alethi and kill their king <laughs> bait the Aleti to come to the Shattered Plains and fight the Voidbringers who are the Chasm Fiends. <laughs> there, there was a lot of like Chasm Fiends, like people like saw them like the Thunder class and Brandon kind of describes yeah. them pretty evilly sometimes. So like that persisted. Yeah. 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 Well, and the like wondering about where the misconception about the Chasm Fiends being the Parshendi gods too, like that was... Oh yeah, at that yep. time, yeah, that is true too. That's what Kavalar thought, yeah. or something, yeah. right? Yeah, the the Alethi thought. Yeah, the Alethi, like, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I found one. This one, I it's more just demonstrates like the double standard you sometimes have when theorizing. So I I, I tore into this person a bit <laughs> over there being no evidence that the characters in the Pure Lake interlude are Galadon and Raiden. <laughs> that I could kind of see where he was coming from. And when I read it with that in mind, I could kind of see it, but there's no actual evidence. It's just kind of a feeling. Um, so yeah, I say reading this with Galadon and Raiden in mind, it does make me think of them though. Perhaps with more evidence, evidence is capitalized, I could be convinced. And then later, uh, so then I say, I respectfully disagree that it's Galadon. And then the next line I say, I'm sure that Hoyd is the writer of the epigraphs. I don't have evidence that this is not yet given, but my gut says it is him. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you need evidence, but it's obvious. You need evidence, me. but yeah. <laughs> these are all good things to think about when writing these things. And we, we actually yeah. posted a thing about how to talk in debates that Matt wrote, yeah. actually. 
Oh yeah, uh, yeah. that the, we we can learn look that from, below too. Learn from experience. <laughs> learn of doing from it experience. Wrong, that's right. <laughs> we've, uh, we've come a long way when it oh comes to these things. Yup, yup, yup. Some yep. of us were were just complete jackasses on the forums early on. Yeah, I, yeah. I joined like specifically to prove one person wrong. Like I was like, <laughs> oh, this theory is. I, that's when I started posting. <laughs> yeah, you read something and you just have to respond to it. Right? Someone's wrong on the internet. I must. <laughs> I cannot allow this. Actually, on the on the topic of of tearing into somebody's theory um i found an old reply of mine where somebody had the theory that teravangian had spies in the kulin camp and so this is still post way of kings but we don't have words of radiance and so oh. we don't know anything oh. about the diagram or anything like that oh nice solid that was a good call from That's someone <laughs> yeah and so they're like well and and what is the best way to get somebody into the kulin camp to spy on on dalinar and adolin whatever you get a woman to flirt with Adolin because he's a known womanizer. <laughs> in, in, retrospect, in retrospect, there is literally a member of the diagram. Yeah, Tamlin. Yeah, yeah. Except that the person who, who put the theory together guessed the wrong woman. Oh, no! Uh, uh, but that's, that's solid. Is, that's solid. Guess, yeah, no, that's, was it Janala or whatever her name? No, I think. no, no. No, it, no, it, was, it was something with, with M. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. It, it, was, it was one of those that only comes in a background conversation, and Eleanor's like, but what about the M whatever? And Eleanor's like, oh, yeah, we had a falling out. She wanted to come with me to the plains to observe a battle. And Dalinar oh. is all shocked that a woman would want to to do that and, and and that's kind of the the hook that the the theory crafter had we're like why would some why would a woman want to come with adolin to battle hey, she's uh, a spy like, easy yeah <laughs> i i have this theory i i posted oh this is a 2010 theory september Ooh. 2010 this is like right after way of kings where i'm like shards can't remember their names like their original names <laughs> they, just, they just can't do it they just they don't know I, I like how at the end of this though i put i might be wrong about the shards forgetting their names it's not like ruin wouldn't be reminded that his name is ati whenever he looks at some atium <laughs> that was my thought i'm like it's aeon or like what does aeon mean for aeon door <laughs> i know i know i know but like but i guess i'm going off that the part two epigraphs like they Someone who's not a shard is referring to him as race rather than odium, right? Mm, yeah, and I guess that's what I was going off of. But it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't really get as much how how they were subsumed by the shards. Like that was still like a newer concept, at least. It was a newer yep. concept. Molded yeah. to the shards' mm -hmm. intent. <gasps> oh no! Intent's capitalized. No <laughs> disaster. This was twenty ten. Well, we this was twenty ten. We didn't have we didn't have capital I intent until relatively recently. Truly capital I intent. Yeah. No. No, early no early on we were treating this as a yeah as, as a thing. Well, that's because it comes from a Hero of Ages epigraph. Uh, Ruin was well molded to his shards' intent. Yeah, you never you never saw that in September 2010. I actually capitalized I because I had always maintained that I never capitalized I because uh, <laughs> you have to capitalize I. I. Uh, look, I'm gonna edit this right now. No one's gonna know. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Uh, I, I feel okay. like we need to talk about the principle of intent, but yeah. Yeah, David. yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because the principle of intent, I basically go on this long thing 
trying to figure out why allomancy is of preservation, which amusingly still comes up to this day. This question's like, is allomancy really of preservation? And I'm like, no. It's because the the effects don't have anything to do with the shard. Like that's that's not that's not the important part. And I like came up with this logic. It's like, well, you know, you're not using your own body, so it has to come from an external source, which that part was actually completely true because I actually asked Brandon on Reddit and he, how is Alamancy of Reddit? And he basically just like said that exact thing. I was like, yeah, that's canonical. There's some other parts that are a little less canonical where I kind of go on like Honor and Zeth because we, how, how the hell would we have known? It's like, well, it's an Honor Blade and the Honor Blades give surge binding. Everyone oh. knows that. Like, how the hell I, would we have known that? I was oh, like no, adamant I, that it was not an Honor Blade. Like, like, in the, <laughs> like I literally was, I remember reading words of variance going, damn all right fine <laughs> <laughs> but i was like i had i had multiple theories where i was like talking about kaladin and his friend and then zeph and his friend yeah 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 but and like talking about like ooh, you're, you're swearing oaths that's honorable and like getting things so right but like then there's good old zeph how's he a surge binder if he doesn't have a spren i'm not totally sure but perhaps his strong oaths as a truthless provides a sufficient bond for otter's magic to work maybe there does exist a spren either way those oaths are intricately tied to zeph's radiant powers so i'm calling it right now if zeph breaks his oaths he will lose his powers which is like not true at all <laughs> But like there, there's some solid stuff that that theory the core of it is correct except for me going on a giant tirade about way of kings things but like honor oaths that's how you get the power that does make sense uh i i you commented on this didn't you me well yeah so no no, no i i did i did yeah. um the principle of intent may have been the first time i interacted with chaos on the forums <laughs> um or, or at least outside of like, um, hey, I have problems with my with my forum avatar and things like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My comment, I think it's on page two. Yeah. Yeah. Begins with the following: fantastic theory, chaos. The core of it explains a lot of what's going on throughout the various shard worlds we've encountered. Oh, and it does it in a consistent manner we're used to seeing in Brandon's works. My only concern <laughs> is that maybe. You were taking this too far. <laughs> and then I respond a little later. It's like, I do feel I took it uh, too far. Valid criticism. It's basically just like now. It's like, yeah, I did go out of crazy tirade. But, you That's know. our relationship for the past yeah, exactly, decade. Nothing exactly. has changed. <laughs> but, like, the core of it's true. But it's like, ah, I'm trying to pr be predictive, you know, like scientific theories. And it's like, ah, the predictive aspect didn't work. But the explanatory oh, yeah. part did. Yeah. No. What and that uh, topic that Argent mentioned earlier that I made that was like it was basically just I'm gonna make a second theory and we're gonna talk more about principle <laughs> of intent. Really, it wasn't really that distinct. But I was like, I was like, seems like if you want to get cultivations magic, you could be a farmer or something. You know, like I was like that's that was like the level of complexity I took it to. And I'm like, maybe if you're really, you know, who's a farmer in Shinovar. Yeah, like that was like that was it, and I was like, I think I cracked it, guys. Cultivations <laughs> magic yeah, users no. are in Shinvar. Still could totally be true. Yeah, no, that was that, that was his like the, the essence of of David's theory that Shin farmers are the magic users yeah. of cultivation. Because magic. there's no farmers anywhere else on Rishar. No farmers <laughs> or any sort of life. No life. <laughs> one of the reasons the principle of intent spoke so well to me is because 
like a year back or whatever, I had a Time Wasters Guide post where I, so I, I didn't go nearly as far, but I noticed something that as you were recapping your theory here, uh-huh. um, um, reminded me how similar it was to something I had said. Oh, really? Down, down to the wording. Really? I like, so I respond to somebody in a thread that it doesn't matter what it is. And I go, um, I believe that the honor spread binding to surge binders are what gives them their abilities. It's a mutual relationship. The human gets surge binding, the spread gets, uh, the spread gets, uh, well, humanity. So Zeph's connection with his spren has been severed somehow. <laughs> if, if that connection is severed somehow, right, right, right. he'd lose his abilities. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the principle of Ted, that I, I was going off of Alamancy. That, that yeah. was the thing. But yeah, makes yeah, sense. Seth, Seth was very confusing at the time. Like some people were like, well, maybe his spren turned into the blade. And we were like, well, we don't want to have Cell turn into a sword <laughs> that can't talk to anybody. So like that'd that be can't boring. Be it, you know, Cell like, turning like, into a sword. Yeah. <laughs> That's lame. Yeah. I definitely remember. Yeah. About that. That's funny. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, you, got, you got you got anything for us, Matt? Um, I found another one actually. This one's older again, right. uh, from 2007. Um, what 2000? Wait, 2007? Yeah. Um, wow. Wait, and you it's were on a thread. The f- oh, was this your first account? I think so. Well, unless maybe I miscounted because I just found a post from me from. Oh no! It, sorry, it's the thread started 2007. My post was 2008. Oh, okay. So, okay. Jeez. So, yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's on uh the Hoid phenomenon <laughs> noticing this is, this is top tier stuff at the time we didn't know what it was um so this is me noting i say all three hoids have things in common but they are not the same person <laughs> first of all they all depend on their on their tongues for their trades they're an informant beggar storyteller um they're both lower down in the class system but i wasn't sure where the storyteller fit still trying to find more connections but what's interesting about this thread is this was pre peter being on the inner circle so he's kind of needling brandon about what's going on with this and brandon at one point earlier said uh no no comment or something like that um dragon steel entertainment has no official comment on the hoid phenomenon <laughs> if indeed it exists wow <laughs> it is <laughs> It's it is a, funny how much more Brandon talks about these things. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and then, yeah, Peter says, I think they are the same person. How that works, I don't know. But I assume Brandon has something planned. Um, <laughs> Peter had read, um, at that point, I think, uh, Dragonsteel or one of the unpublished books, too. Yeah. So he he was also saying, oh, like, Hoyd shows up in some of those. But I thought maybe he had just repurposed it. Yeah, yeah, um, he wasn't yeah. sure. So. Yeah, it's 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 amazing to me how how some of these earlier thoughts, theories, hypotheses we have are in some ways so close to the truth and so and some wrong. other ways they're just so wrong. Yeah. Hemalurgy yeah. can't just steal powers. Come on. It could yeah. do that. It, it I mean it does that as well, but I mean, come. I like Gaseous metal. This one from 2011 where uh I think I had Josh ask questions to Brandon on my behalf. So Josh is saying, is Ayona's shard name Devotion? 
Uh, and Brandon's like, Raffo, because it's like, it, I think it may actually be devotion, but I'll have to look. It might be a synonym. And Josh is like, is Sky unity? And Brandon's <laughs> like, um, Raffo. Josh, passion. Uh, Brandon, <laughs> what Raffo? I'm not going to tell you. You already kind of pulled out of me what Iona was. <laughs> it's like, I, I can't remember. Uh, maybe Josh was spitballing on passion, but I know uh, Sky being unity was a theory. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Well, because sure. they, you know, Uniting Fijora world. wanted to unify the yeah, unify the world. Yeah, it's just funny yeah. after Stormlight Archive how, how much yeah. those unity and passion are a little different now. Yeah, I definitely thought that like the devotion dominion like hybrid was going to become unity in the same way that harmony had become. Oh man, a fusion thing. Like, that was a strong belief of mine. Harry and I had like theories about devotion and dominion and like why is it region based we never got close like the answer is just so simple the yeah. powers in the cognitive realm that's and the, there's location there i was like oh and we I had remember, those, like crazy theories that oh and the longest up. thread like the, i remember that discussion thread and it yes. was just like so devotion, dominion and convergence oh yeah this is real long and carry how long over one, oh yeah what I, uh why it was region locked i don't think there's anything particularly funny but like mm -hmm. oh god well and you also, know it's, when i start inventing terms i just know that i'm wrong yeah. like, <laughs> if you'd allow me i'd like to name this intermingling effect as convergence as something important <laughs> <laughs> just like see i just know that when i start inventing terms it's it's not going well <laughs> that's that's just that's just me that's just me but you have to keep in mind, too, that like at this point, we didn't have the understanding of the three realms that we do now, too. So like yeah. like the cognitive like the cognitive realm thing, it's like it makes so much sense now. But like, oh, I think even then it was like this is pre words of radiance. Even. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, like, well, we had a personal, but yeah, we knew we knew about the realms, but like our understanding of how they work and the mechanics yeah. of the three realms has really developed in the last couple books. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, though. I want to I want to take the the Fender class theory that I had oh, that, I, that I alluded to earlier. So it's not it's not super spicy, uh, and it's and it's one of those things that is in some ways very wrong and it, in other ways not so wrong. I'm responding to somebody, um, or maybe it's not. I don't think it's my own thread. I'm responding to somebody who talks about thunderclasts and chasm fiends, okay. and I and I so outline ready. some facts, and I go my theory is that since Thunderclasts were brought up from stone, possibly by void bringing... <laughs> yeah, that's a thing, sure. <laughs> this is topic 99 on 70 Shard. This is like old topic, low-numbered topic numbers. I, I was there day one. Yeah, yeah, you were, you were. Uh, or, or whatever, yeah. But um, so possibly by void bringing, they need a giant gem, gem heart, as a focus. Ah, using that focus word. <laughs> we loved that <laughs> back then. There, there seems to be a relationship between certain types of surge binding slash void bringing and the way Fabrials work. The two being natural and artificial manifestations of the magics on Roshar. You need gems to hold stormlight you use for soul casting and possibly other form of surge binding. So it could be possible that you would need a ton of stormlight to create a beast as massive as a thunderclap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. 
in in addition to all of that, oh, yeah? we have those Pren people can only see around freshly killed Chasm Fiend. That's true. It's also a sharp left. Yes, it is. <laughs> they made me think of Fabrios and the Spren people trap in them to make them work. Maybe when a Chasm Fiend dies, the magical energy that kept it going, its Spren, goes away. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, that's... That, that like, is actually I, true, yeah. though, because the Spren are yeah. di- dead, right? I, like, I, I, I nailed the fact that Chasm Fiends bond with a Spren. You nailed yeah, it. Yeah, there's elements there that are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's obvious some hand-waving here, <laughs> but it feels like a puzzle pieces fitting together, which just don't have all the pieces. And so, what's your theory about Thunder? Oh, that they just need a giant gem heart? That, that's it? Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. Oh, can I do my Kentrice Think one? David, all right, David, what you got? Okay, so this is, this is back before Discord when we still had our IRC chat. Oh boy, ye really old fun. days. Yeah, and how, I, and how I got to know a lot of these guys in the first place like more oh, directly. Yes. I think my After trolling we- of you was quite substantial, if oh, I remember yeah. correctly. <laughs> it was like yeah, very no. substantial. Yeah, it, there was a little bit of that. But uh, so we were like talking about it and we, and we were talking about uh, Mistborn and we hit that epigraph from The Final Empire where Quan is talking about they're talking about how Quan was studying if trees could think. And this is like early realmatic theory. So we're like, we know the three realms exist and we're like, wait, can trees think? Like, can they? And so we have like a long thing. And I post this poll here where I'm like, Case and I were both stunned by that last bit. Anyone who knows realmatics can tell you that it's virtually certain that everything exists in all three realms. <laughs> so naturally, a tree would have a cognitive aspect, probably one stronger than your average rock anyway. uh and uh one of one of the admins at the time uh will was like determined this was not true he was he was not in the theory community much but he he made the art it doesn't match shades mar but he did he did the art for that it it does look nice though i love it but uh it's it's vaguely like shades mar (laughs) but this topic about whether or not trees had cognitive aspects got contentious enough that josh had to step in and close it and we were done and he was like, there's no way to there's no way to know. We're never gonna like we'll find out when we find out. <laughs> and, and and the funny thing is that Josh's post where he closes it has two down votes. <laughs> I'm, that's I that's quality. So much. That's quality. But like, yeah, it was got so contentious. Uh it was just like, well, we have to we have to lock it. But the poll oh. is 15 to 1 in that it is Realmatics and one uh, Windrunner is silly pants. So that I did not put in the poll that was edited in by an admin. Oh, <laughs> Will edited that in? Yeah. Ah, yes. Him abusing his authority. I haven't seen him in a while. Nailed it. Oh, my goodness. I have made... I, I, I think I have to talk about Mist Fabrials. Yes. Because one of my long-standing things that was always a great mystery until Bands of Morning was Brandon vaguely alluding to the southern skadrians is like i'm not even gonna tell you what's happening on the other poll and he's just like yeah trolling us the entire time i'm like southern skadrians and then there's like this hint it's like of some technology that they're using yeah. and, and i'm like sorry did like, yeah did southern skadrians did he first raise that in the hero of ages q a no i think in the that's epigraphs. Where it was in well the, that and the epigraphs 
Yeah, right. or sorry, yeah. annotations. Yes, annotations. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, because he was talking about like genetic experiments that yes. Rashik was conducting in the northern schedule, and so he was saying, "Hey, but he's also got a control group in the south." What is up with that? Ah, still, yeah. Uh, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> the Lord Ruler in kids is like, oh, gets me going. Uh, but. I was just like trying to figure out how would they have magical technology? And I'm like, oh, they just it, like Stormlight. They just put mist in, and it's the mist fabrials. Uh, that, that's how it works. And I'm totally wrong. I still think that could maybe work if someone the, did things correctly, though. Like, you, we just didn't know that Harmonium exists. Like the concept of investiture in a solid form. You're like, you know, like, it all works. It's just, just well, but, it's a tiny... It's a tiny well, but like the actual explanation for the magical technology is re- requires harmonium, requires these other things, requires unsealed metal mines. You have to go through several hoops here. Yeah. That's definitely yeah. one of the ones where more complicated. It's it's not the simple answer here. It was a little more complicated than that. <laughs> yeah, I was I was kind of on board with the Miss Fabrials thing, and I was and I had a I actually replied to that thread, yeah, and, I, yeah. and I did a. Uh, point by point breakdown of well, this these are the components you I need. Made this in 2013. It. Wow, that's old. Uh, <laughs> that's real. Uh, these are the components you need for a Rosharan Fabrio, and here is what you propose for a Mist Fabrio. Mm-hmm. And so here's a thing that matches. Here's a thing that matches, and then so these two things need to be equivalent to this one thing that you were proposing. So therefore, something's missing. I like this one commenter who's like, interesting idea, but are myths even necessary? <laughs> like, <laughs> cutting right into the core of it. There. Like, what if you could just do it? <laughs> I wanna, I wanna bring a gem from um, from 2011. Oh, going back to you. So excited. Uh, for, well, so so it's actually a, a a decent theory of mine that's completely wrong, but it has just a nugget of of hey, this was right. We are back in, in Time Waster's Guide. Oh, and, okay. Um, so 2011, and I go, I'm, I'm responding to somebody, and I say, well, reading this makes me think. And so I'm quoting an epigraph saying, they changed even as we fought them, like shadows they were that can transform as the flame dances. Assuming this is really referring to the Voidbringers, and assuming the Voidbringers really are the Prashendi, so remember this is coming out of the end of the Way of Kings. Oh, this um, is good. <laughs> we haven't seen a single indication that they can change forms, especially <laughs> in a swift manner. Well. <laughs> oh, that's good. Maybe. Maybe they can grow their chitin-like armor at will, but it doesn't seem like that is a fast process. Could this be an argument against the claim that the two are the same? Or Shandy and Voidbringers. Or maybe the Voidbringers aren't as human-like as Yasna seems to think. <laughs> maybe, maybe the Prashendi are the Voidbringers, but somehow inhibited, weakened. There are some really good nuggets and hilarious wrongness. This is so <laughs> funny. It's like, are the Voidbringers inhibited, weakened? I mean, like, well, they're not quite the Parshman. They're not the full Voidbringers, but also... It's like they also don't the Prashendi. Yeah, like to me, this is this like I'm I'm almost nailing the hey Prashendi and then forms of power type of thing. Uh-huh. 
but then like totally not <laughs> just like no that doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah. I, it's funny i think it is like a little bit of credit to the foreshadowing too that we like end up along like the right lines you know what i mean mm-hmm. like we're always kind of we don't get the details a lot of times but we'll usually be like connect the right dots and be like there is something here we're, we're not like so attached to a theory that we're upset that we're wrong like i don't think no. that's ever happened to me it's like no that makes sense that makes sense i'm totally happy yeah. with that that i can see how that works that way and usually brandon's explanation makes more sense than the theories that yes. are wrong right yes, like it's is, like oh true. yeah of course yeah yeah i had a i had a bit about how i thought Shalan's shard blade was her father's. <laughs> I I found a post where I'm literally going, you know what? I know that we know that Shalon's lying right now, but her fundamental aspect is being truthful. I don't think she's ever even told a lie before now. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is incredible. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, oh, and I and like in the same breath, I'm going, and Delnar is clearly a stone ward. And <laughs> Oh yeah, so so yeah, this is this is actually super super interesting. I had completely forgotten this was a thing. Like so coming out of the way of kings, we didn't know like half the orders. Yeah, they, we did. We knew one we, we knew one of the orders. We know Windrunner well, and Stoneward, right? Mm, you're right, Stoneward. I forgot about them. Yeah. Um okay, maybe maybe I'm thinking like No, but it, but in Words of Radiance we knew all of them, didn't we? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, we, we we still no, we still didn't know all of them. No, we, no we got all of them. They were I all in the epigraphs. We just didn't know where they were okay. on the table and post Words mm-hmm. of Radiance. We yeah, have yeah, them, like, okay, fit that okay. To the table, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, and so and and yeah, I remember that. And somebody, somebody had somebody was going to go to a signing, and they had printed the the surge binding chart yes. from the yes. beginning of the way of that is true. And they like they handed it to Brandon, and yes. they were like, okay, put names on these things. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Aww. Brandon. So he didn't don't give us this, all of the way. answers. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. No, please um, don't do that. He didn't give us all the answers back then. But I, but I remember for some reason there was, and, and I remember because I was putting together a thread where I was like, okay, let's compile all of this info. You wanting to go through all uh, ten friends? That's so out of character. For we you. had, <laughs> <laughs> um, we had Dalinar penned as a as a stone ward yeah. but we had the stone wards placed in the bondsmith slot is i think what what was happening oh. and then and and somebody had updated the table that we were putting together because it was a community effort this and they had updated radiance for sure they had uh, definitely yeah, they yeah, had yeah, yeah, updated yeah. dalinar to say because it was a bullet point list and and they had oh no it, it was a list of known surge binders is what it was mm. and so we had windrunners kaladin zeth you know light weavers shalom whatever bondsmiths dalinar but our bondsmith label was where the stone ward was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I really latched onto the resolute builder as being Dalinar from that table. Like I was like, oh, it's him. Yeah. Like this is it. It fits. We're we're done. Done. Easy. And then you know yeah. you get can't us talking about Odium before in Way of Kings. It's like Odium's so mysterious. And he just shows up in part two of Oathbringer. It's just it stills like, oh my goodness, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I think that here here's my like biggest swing and a miss that i've got i'm gonna i'm so ready i'm ready so this is timeline this is post way of kings this post is 2012 along with every post that i made for forever 
apparently uh, and, so. Yeah. Uh, but, and we have just finally like got the confirmation that Hoyt is the author of the letter for sure, at least like relatively recently. Yeah, yeah. And so this is a paradigm shift. We know, we know something about Hoyt's goals, a fact. Uh, and so I came up with the belief that Odium's general MO was really just too caught. He would just show up on a planet where there were shards and he would cause a desolation there. And like that was, <laughs> and like I was firmly convinced that lost in the history of Cell, there had been a desolation when he had shown up to kill yeah, Aona sure. guy. And oh yeah, no, and I like I believe that he had taken out the original Elantrians and that's why they were dead because he'd slowly, it's like the Voidbringers had got them all and just like all the Dakor monks. And I was like, this is it. Like this is. <laughs> This is pretty clearly how it it must have happened. And, <laughs> and, uh, and it was back when we were like really like we still really didn't understand the oath pack. So I like had a very strong no. that it was like basically like a game of chess between Odium and Honor where they each got like their own certain pieces like the heralds and whatnot. And You're I was not very wrong. I was very convinced that I understood the Oath Pact in 2012. <laughs> we we all had very, very strong headcanons on, on what the Oath Pact was and wasn't. Thank goodness for Oathbringer Chapter 38 to put an end to this madness. Because it's like, no, 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 this is what the Oath Pact is. This is what the Oath Pact is. I love this chapter. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Uh, Matt, you've been, you've been quiet. Got, got some yeah. for us? <laughs> I, I have a couple, um, but do it. I don't. I've had some breaks from the fandom too, so sometimes uh, yeah, uh, that, that's the true. That's true. The storm, the stormlight stuff. I don't have as much. That's um, why we bring you to the show. Okay, this one I found. Uh, I don't even know what I'm saying here, though. I'm saying something about the door and the pool being opposing shards. So, like, the door is <laughs> one thing. Take. And right, because we have pool. to pair every shard together, right? Like, yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. This this was in 2010. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So the door, and I I distinguish between Aeon door and the door, and that Aeon door is a magic system or interpretation of the door's power, like Clayshan. So that's you know, but yeah, then saying. But also, the earthquake might have been caused by the shard leaving or banished. We already have a link, although tenuous, between earthquakes and the shards with ruin. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> true. He was destroying the planet. Um, <laughs> he, he did do yeah. earthquakes. That's true. You can't um, deny but I do. <laughs> and then I also have a Hoyd theory in this one. I say, I don't think Hoyd is one of the shards that Brandon is talking about. Um, we... Only his world hopping abilities connect him to the shards. Um, I think Hoyd may be the consciousness that split off from the shards, mirroring what happened on a smaller scale to preservation. Obviously not true now. Um, so yeah, that's a fun one. I also found one, this is just me being uneducated, where I say, since when is Hoyd immortal? And then, and then Eric, you come in here. Let me see. I'm just like, yeah, since when is everyone's talking about Hoyd being immortal? And I'm like, since when since when is Hoyd immortal? And then you I'm come in and say there. you say Brandon said Hoyd was there when Adelsium was shattered. Also, it's been said it takes a very long time for a person with a shard, say ruin is molded. To its really purpose, really capital well with P. its purpose. No. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oof. So oh, I venture at least centuries oh. more likely mil- millennia for all practical purposes. He's immortal. So you shut me down. Getting, getting flashbacks to, to honor's purposes. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Honor's uh, purposes. Oh, man. God, I, I, I hate that. Uh. I had a giant theory. This, this is another tangent that I, I'm consistently on or was for a while about what is a focus? What is a focus? We know Focuses. we in this like yeah. so. The too long didn't read is that ultimately focuses are 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 not really a magical thing. Really, kinda like it's, it's like kinda, a distinct part of a magic system. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. And this is all like, what are the Rashar and focus? Because Brandon told me actually that the, the commands are the focus for awakening. It, it was the long. Before the before times, before we'd recorded everything, was like he told me specifically, and I was like, okay, the metals, allomancy, uh, the the shapes for cell, and I just had this super long theory on realmatic attributes that's like, well, the focuses depend on how much each magic system is in each of the realms, and then I made a three D plot that <laughs> I, I, like I made it. Uh, there's it's still on seventeen shard where you can actually rotate that plot uh, to see where, where where the dots are. Yeah, you can do the, that. It still works. That's so cool. I think so. <laughs> well, yeah, because I just uh, put I, it on. I remember that. I was so impressed by that. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, fully interactive version for your viewing pleasure. Yeah, 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 it totally still works. I just kind of feared something had broke since 2012. (laughs) No, 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 no. This is in the staff section. No one knows about this section. Except now. Uh, And I'm like plotting (laughs) each of the different magic systems. They have different colored dots. uh, And it it all just, it's like, oh, focuses don't really matter. (laughs) It's just not really a thing. Yeah, I found one of mine where I've got a lot of venn diagrams that i use to explain how <laughs> cognitive aspects exist and just like merging i'm like well i'm just like the spiritual aspect of a shard is a huge circle and the physical aspect is very small therefore they are stupid you know like <laughs> wait what what is that it, well i was trying to explain why shards didn't have like their own mind to them when they had like a lot of power and my, oh, and my like belief the shard was, itself oh yeah, i remember uh-huh, the vessel yeah, yeah i was trying to understand like my belief was that the cognitive realm was created by the interaction between the physical and the spirit. And so I was like, oh, if you're not anchored well enough in one realm, you won't be able to think. And that was that was kind of like getting into the spren thing and like cells bond. And, it, and that was when I believed that Kelsier was immortal because people believed that he was a god and that was enough to anchor him. <laughs> Look, that could be helpful. It, 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 <laughs> to be fair, it, that could be helpful. It, but yeah, that was... I was like, oh, yeah, clearly he's worshipped as a god and that anchors him. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, like some old school stuff. It was like, ah, the, the Greek gods have power because people believe in them. And now people don't believe in them. So the Greek gods are weak, you know, like that sort of mm-hmm, fantasy yeah. idea. Oh, yeah. That's, and, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a, like a massive idea in fantasy, right? Oh, yeah, 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 Gods get their power from their worshippers. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really understand how cognitive stuff worked at the time. So Not yeah. at all. The, the, the idea of a cognitive shadow was just like, whoo, no idea. Yeah. We just like knew Kelsier was somehow alive. And we were just like, okay. <laughs> well, we, we knew he picked up preservation, but it wasn't yeah. until secret history that it's like, what does that mean? How did he do that? And it's... Let's just say it wasn't clear for a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And did we know that from the books? That was from stuff Brandon said. That was Hero of Ages or from spoiler the, thread yeah. after. Oh, yeah. yeah because he said, people noticed when Kelsier spoke to Vin. Yep. Like the right. giving you power. And that kind of triggered people asking if Kelsier was speaking to her. And yeah, yeah and Brandon right. was like, well, it's a good thing Kelsier was there. Oh, yeah. He, he said that. I, yeah. I can't believe we weren't I, more confused about that when we were like, oh, yeah, Kelsier held preservation for a little bit. But yeah, we, we just like took that in stride. It's like, yeah, sure. Like, cool. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, though. I think I completely missed that one, actually. Because yeah. I, I remember when I when I got to that bit in Secret History, it was it was a big moment for me. Oh, no, no. We, yeah, we we'd talked about that for a long time. It's old lore. Um, I've got some some like near words of radiance bits here. All right, let's go. A couple of a couple of pieces on truth watchers and Yim specifically. Oh boy, nice. Uh, oh, because so did we get we get his interlude? I think we we got his interlude early. We also got, I think, a partial reading of Lift's interlude, and then the full interlude later on. And so I don't know where in this timeline these bits come in. Around there. Um, but I'm I'm responding to a word of Brandon from a Seattle signing, uh, and I'm I'm thinking about surge binders or whatever and heralds, and I go, Pala, Pilaya, uh, is also a curious one. <laughs> that I in that name. <laughs> <laughs> that was wrong on the wiki for a long time. Long time. <laughs> it, it it was no. And to be fair, me saying Pala is actually good here. Uh, is also a curious one. Though I can't even begin to fathom what you would do with growth and light. So I'm thinking... I... <laughs> These surges. Right, right, right. Um, light weavers weave the light, the appearance, the form of something to transform it into something else. Though I fail to see how that differentiates them from the else colors. So Pala's order manipulates the light, the shape of living things <laughs> could physical trans <laughs> could physical transformation be possible under surge binding her essence is pulp after all <laughs> the bo- the body the essences the body focuses oh man we, we use that chart a lot it, it was they such were, a red herring <laughs> yeah the body focus is no better at all <laughs> i mean hold maybe. up there is no it matters in like Fabrial soul casting. Yeah, I guess. So. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. But in a, but in a, well, the essence, in a, not in a, the body focuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't know whether the body focuses are going to yeah, yeah, yeah. come into play anywhere. Yeah, uh, I had a theory where uh, I was examining. No, somebody, somebody had a theory where they were like, well, surge binders get their stormlight through their body focus. So Kaladin is a windrunner whose body focus is breath, uh, like inhales stormlight, yeah. and I go, yeah, but. There are orders with body focus of like hair, or there is exhalation. Exhalation is also one. And I was like, yeah, inhalation, exhale, stormlight only. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, so, uh, so this, so another, another, um, another signing thread where I'm responding to word of Brandon, still before words of radiance. I go interesting that Yim's order, Yim's orders words might be. Windrunner's take after Jezrian's protecting attribute. I don't think Shalan has found hers, and we don't know about Yasna, though it would make sense for them to deal with honesty, truthfulness, and wisdom, respectively. Pretty good. I, have an aster- uh, I have an asterisk there, but I haven't copied what I mean by the asterisk. <laughs> um, some, some of you can't verify this. Oh, because the steel hunt was going on. Okay. Oh, it's steel hunt. 
Yeah. That's it. Some of you, some of you can't verify this, but Lyft seems to be onto something related uh, to the loving attribute of her order's patron, Vedeladev. I say this so we can uniquely identify the shoemaker as a potential member of Order Five, Palace Order. That's pretty good, though. Um, and then later on, back to him though. He'll probably lean on the giving aspect of Pala. Learned would be kind of would kind of also fit him, but if I had to choose one, I'd go with giving. Oh, so I'm hypothesizing about his his ideal. Uh, so something like I will give to those in need. This must have been. I don't think we got the full Yim interlude because clearly you're thinking that he's going to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like we, we didn't get that uh, last bombshell there where uh, Nail totally kills him. Uh, oh yeah, in words of radiance. Oh, oh, this reminds me. There was. Oh, I'm so upset. This was not my theory. Uh, somebody, somebody, just nailed. Sorry, nailed the fact that darkness. The person like chasing Lift and Yim was Nalan. Like wow. I remember when when they noticed. Yeah the the crescent scar mm. birthmark whatever and tied it back to the opening chapter of the way of kings yeah. oh and they're like would, this is the same person i was such a herald skeptic like anytime anyone put like a herald in the uh in like the gavilar dinner i was like there's no way it's a herald why would they all be there that's so dumb <laughs> <laughs> i'm just wrong like there's like eight heralds there <laughs> practically <laughs> I like how uh, I, I have this is this is a very old topic where I'm hypothesizing what the Almighty's shard is, and I'm like, therefore, a few candidates: unity, honor. <laughs> I mean, because I'm like, all oh, this has to unite them, so I mean, unity, I guess. <laughs> I was like, oh a, man, the unity. Yeah, I was like a big. I'm, I got one of my origin things was trying to put the shards into a structure, you know, as yes, everyone does at some was, point or another. Yeah, as, as everyone does. Yeah. 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 So as, many as do. attempts at that. Like, I, yeah, I know I, was, I, I did an attempt to it that we all try. Yeah. I was yeah. like obsessed with the idea that they weren't like, we're like, well, ruin and preservation are opposites, but they're also complementary. So we have to find <laughs> shards that complement each other and like work together. And I had like a whole set of pairings and I'm like, got it. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> and we we still don't know if all the shards actually have an opposite, right? No. Or yeah, like yeah. We, we still... have no idea. We don't yeah. really know. Yeah, at least they don't have like like they're not all diametrically opposed. Yeah. But I, I'm sure there is like a general rash loose rationale for how they exist. Yeah, they're not yeah. going to be as diametrically opposed as ruin and preservation. That's like the most opposite, apparently. I have some some random sound bites from here let's and there. Let's do it. Where, let's uh, do it. I'm ready. Yeah, I think I think we got we most of our stuff in, so let's let's. Mm -hmm. let's uh, I uh, so all of these are going to be very out of context, but they're like pre words of radiance. Fantastic. Um, it could be that he Zeph got mixed up with the void bringers, which brought the punishment, being truthless, upon him. <laughs> which in post Oathbringer world, a Shin man getting mixed up with the void bringers. It, it, it's That's, one of those things that you say out of context that sounds completely insane. So also, if you have things in the forums or Discord that sound completely insane and people are like, "That's <laughs> ridiculous," it's like that does not mean you're wrong. It's true. <laughs> I was I was just galaxy brain two books ahead of everyone else. 
Um, I had a, I had a bit where I was doubting that Yasna was a natural soulcaster because if she had been one, then the Ghostbloods would have tried to recruit her instead of kill her. There, there was a lot of discussion about Yasna and her soul casting. Oh my god, so much. She used a garnet. Did she actually need the garnet? Oh my the god, yeah. Smokestone in her to, soul to, caster to, cracked. Why to, did it to, crack? To be fair, Matt, I'm pretty sure we've had that conversation on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> like, we've definitely had this discussion as we're talking yeah. about soul casting. Yeah. And it's just a massive tangent on those. Yeah. Uh, I had a, a theory, not a theory, but a mini theory where I'm like, uh, maybe the reason Syl is so dumb is because she is so strongly of honor and honor is splintered. And <laughs> when... <laughs> And I'm I'm contrasting this to Windle, whom we've gotten a little bit from like right. a, from, a, from ah, right. early reading. And I go, well, so cultivation is not, and so that's why Window. And so I go, uh, <laughs> the reason Sill and presumably the other four Mayo orders bonding spren show so much less knowledge than Window is because she is not in her normal state due to honor splintering. I claim <laughs> that all parentheses bonding question mark spren are supposed to be as knowing and functional as window but odium effectively crippled half of them huh and then later so in the right, same thread so wrong. <laughs> later in the same thread i don't know why but i say the following <laughs> shalan does see a single spren however due to the cryptic's nature the singular spren appears as if it had multiple bodies, size, aspects. Interesting to me, but not terribly well supported. <laughs> Apparently, my the devotion dominion stuff is that Carrie and I worked on. We worked on on like that was like the first shard keepers podcast, oh. which basically is the progenitor to this podcast. So, shardcast history. We it, originally we we're like, oh, the theory cast will be separate from the main shard cast but then we just didn't know what to do with the main shard cast so now the main shard cast <laughs> yeah. where we do theories we do character we do fun things we're trying we're trying to do a mix of all those right but uh yeah. don't need multiple casts <laughs> well i mean we'll, we'll probably have some other projects when yeah. we do them yeah i mean that that's a great great statement eric we'll have other <laughs> shows when we make them you mean when you can't argue with logic like that, really? It's like, a tautology is a tautology. I mean, what are you going to do about that? <laughs> you can't argue with that kind of logic. It's true. I had a big theory on why the unmade were the Prashanti gods. <laughs> yeah, that, that didn't turn out super great. There were, there were some points there. You did we, this after Words of Radiance, though. We didn't know. <laughs> no, in the, the, the epigraphs do imply that the yeah. unmade are not the... I am, the I am citing Words of Radiance things, and I'm going, well, so Esh and I, so... It's a little um, soft, but yeah. Mm, oh, I disagree yeah, 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 completely. Yeah. My, my mindset, po Words of Radiance was, oh, this confirms the unmade are their gods. No, and like, it, um, yeah. no, like you, you may disagree with how I interpreted them in 2013, sure, 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 but sure, I found sure. a lot of supporting evidence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In retrospect, it's pretty obvious that they're not. Yes. We didn't know what the fused. We were like, we didn't what know about the fused. Yeah. It, it is funny, though, if you look at what Rolaine says at the end of uh, Words of Radiance, that he just basically says what the fused are. And we just oh, yeah, like yeah. don't, it, we don't understand what the hell he's talking about. 
Uh, no, but I, I was making a point like how Eshenai's mother is like, like uh, Eshenai goes and, and talks to her and they're like vaguely talking about forms of power and her mother is like, oh, you're gonna, uh, the, the unmade are gonna see you. And then I go, well, but almost the same conversation happens, um, I think during the feast and, but then they talk about the gods and so I make a parallel, well, this person is concerned about the unmade, and this person is concerned about the Prashendi gods, and they seem to be concerned in about the same way. Therefore, they're the same thing. Um, but the thing I want to talk about, the thing I've been saving for last. <laughs> this is great. I love this. So this is 2013, October 18th, 2013. All right. This this is, if not my first, it is one of my first big theories. Okay. Pre-Words of Radiance, the fun time. This is pre-Words of Radiance, and then we got some readings, and then I revised some bits, um, and I don't know where that is. And then Oathbringer came, and I revised it again. And so I want to... So this is, this is the Fallen Heralds, is my theory. Ah, yes. Uh, and I am trying to figure out where the Heralds are, what they're doing, who they are, and so on. It is crazy that you're uh, doing this all pre-Words of Radiance. I will just put that out there. That's like... Because we really don't have a lot in, about heralds in <laughs> Way of Kings, let's be honest. Yeah, I don't um, even know if I was confident they were alive. <laughs> <laughs> we so I'm I am using like art bits of Lift's interlude and, and Im's interlude. Sure, sure, sure. Um, that helps a lot. And so, uh, in in typical Argent fashion, I make a list, and I go, well, Nalan, and I go, well, not officially confirmed. This is probably who Nalan is. Uh, and then I kind of formed the basis of my theory around. Well, so the, the, my theory at, at the time was um, heralds are becoming these corrupted versions of their divine attributes. Yeah, yeah you've and talked so, about this before on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. And so I go, Nalan is just and confident, and we look at the man the darkness is, and he is in a way like he's all about justice and like he's, he's like super confident, but also <laughs> obviously he's twisting these things to be this murder machine. Right, right, right. right. And then I go, Shalash, here, she doesn't fit the, the theory quite as well, but her attributes kind of fit her, like, vandalism of yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kalak, eh, whatever. Jezrian, eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then we get to Ishar. <laughs> and um, what here's what I say about Ishar. Okay, so this is, this, is a, this is a short paragraph. He's one of the shortest paragraphs. He's supposed to be pious and guiding. His body focus is flesh. <laughs> body focus. I was, I was really on the body focus. Yeah, I'm sure I you think, were. I think we'll find him involved with the oldest business in the world. The oldest profession. Though I don't know on which side. Probably a customer. <laughs> Indulgent, carefree, shameless sinner. <laughs> We are looking for a dirty old man here, folks. <laughs> you know, that still could be the case. He does run a giant cult. <laughs> Whatever is going on in Tikar. He just became a god instead of... <laughs> in his mind, at least. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just a giant sex cult. Sex cult. Easy. I mean, we did get that in Oathbringer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Like, to our knowledge... Ishar wasn't there, but maybe it went south, just like right to two cars direct <laughs> from Colonar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
So what what advice do you guys have for for people doing the 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 in-depth world crafting <sighs> theory craft stuff? I, I do want to say character discussion is also a, an entire other aspect that we're we haven't really mm-hmm. talked about and I think is also very important because we're talking about the the world building. And I think it's important that if you're into the world building, it is great for people to be in characters, which is why we're going to do more character podcasts. So don't you worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And that is a very valid theorizing way as well. But what 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 advice would you guys have for these sort of book discussions, these these in-depth book discussion theories things? Um, I think to start, like, don't be afraid to be out there because sometimes you can be right. But mm-hmm. when you are out there, commit and like think about it um because i know i have lots of times where i said something out there like are the piercings there or are the miss metal or whatever and then i but i was just like what about this what about this and then i kind of flitted away and didn't fully develop it so kind of finding that balance between maybe going too into something and making it too complicated it's a tough balance for sure well also you know not just throwing out idea like throwing a bunch of trash at the wall and seeing what sticks isn't good i'm just gonna make a bunch of topics and just like take the one line yeah take but take some risks but when you do take risks develop it and think it through i think is as as kind of as kind of a corollary to that i would say if you're like if you're gonna go out there like expect people to be a little skeptical that is kind of the to the trait of us and in some cases unfortunately is that we are generally skeptical and it can be kind of hard to convince people and if you have an out to their idea it may be that people don't think you're right and if you really believe in it that's fine and i think every one of us here has been had like an idea and people have been like oh i don't really think that and has been like proven right at a later date like that happens and so like even if you have a theory and you like believe in it like it's okay if nobody thinks that it's like that it's a hundred percent true, you know. Just that's, that's the fun part. It's like we've all been wrong, we've all been right, you know. I, it's it's important to not be so attached to your idea that when someone says that it's wrong, that you're like personally attacked. And I think it's also important that when you're critiquing theories, to not mm-hmm. make it a personal attack and say that graciously. And I can't say I've done that well. Like just think it's like, well, Ellen, obviously, you know said the, the mr water paper it's like all of that's true uh and, and that that's really hard to do but i think on, on both ends it's important to be like hey let's let's talk about the idea but like people don't need to like the idea but people shouldn't also be mean about it you know and mm-hmm. because again the crazy things could be right you know yeah yeah from a from a more practical kind of perspective so these these are high level ideas yeah, that's of, true. of how mm-hmm. to approach things from a more practical perspective i would say the the art of theory crafting uh for me boils down to find one thing that you want to tackle okay if your theory like if you're trying to put together a theory of everything it is probably not going to to work um <laughs> I mean, not, we, not only, many have done that. <laughs> yeah, 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 and 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 some of us have. It's like one. It's obviously it's it's extremely difficult to get everything right. Like you you have to literally just pick Brandon's brain to do that. And two, it's 
much easier for people to latch onto the the like the, the bits they don't like about your idea yes. than mm, it yeah. is for them to support the bits that they do. And so when you are in like 17 different places, everyone is going to go, oh, well, that's overall seems fine, but I'm going to spend the next three pages talking about this one bit that I don't like. That's, that's a big and problem so, that I see a lot of just people not talking about the idea, but nitpicking minor details, yeah. which is yeah. not I, the best. Yeah. And I think also being aware of what type of theorizer you are and then being consistent and while also recognizing that people might do things differently you know if you are a more like experimental theorizer accept that you know there are some people who are gonna not agree with you because they're more evidence focused but then also if that's your style don't like insist on this really like stringent evidence focus Mm -hmm. critique of other people's experimental theory right that's very true right yeah like yeah people are going to work differently yeah the other the other bit that i want to that i want to contribute is to me a theory is only as useful as its predictive power Mm -hmm. and so if you are um if you're just saying a bunch of things and you are well saying a bunch of things to me that's not, I, I don't want to say that's not really a theory, but it's, it's not something that would catch my eye. Uh, what I look for in my theories and what I look for in theories of others is, here's some evidence, here's some, some observations that I've made about the book. Here is how I think this is going to apply to the future. Mm-hmm. Like here are um, and so, answers example, to mysteries that we don't know the answer to and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So in my theory where I eventually ended up with, well, Ishar is a man prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as you do. Uh, yeah, that's the, the thing that I was going for. I was saying, well, okay, okay, Nalan, we have so much information about him. He's the foundation of my theory. And then Shalash, we have less information, but she can kind of fit the mold. And then Jezrien eh, is kind of there. So now knowing all of these things, let's see how we can apply this to other heralds. And sometimes it works. Sometimes you end up with, Ishar. <laughs> look, th- book t- <laughs> look, you're going to see book eight. It's just like sex god Ishar. It's like he's, I'm the god of sex. He's like, you don't know. You don't know. Well, it could be. While Rishar is burning. We're like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The, yeah. the, that's the, the bind- thing. binder of gods. Yeah, that's not all he binds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, like an interesting thing too, I think, is looking at remembering there are so many books left and also kind of thinking about the point. Like your theories, so for example, like the Well of Ascension Heroes of Ages theories, when there's like one book left in that part of the series are going to be different than the post Way of Kings theories. And oh, yeah. re- just remembering like, how much there is left and so it's fine to theorize at that early point but just remembering you know this is a early information stage so we're gonna be working off very little information and important and and, you know i guess guess this touches on on something we talked about a little earlier i don't know if it was on on record or not but theories from like 2010 are going to be very different from theories in like 2020 right yeah uh, we have so much more information about the Cosmere now, like the underlying principles of the Cosmere. Yep. So in 2010, a lot of theories had to like grasp at core fundamental 
elements of how the Cosmere and magic in the Cosmere work, but we didn't have names for these things, like Eric's principle of intent, for example. Yeah. Whereas now we have, we still don't have the full picture, but we know a lot more. We know so things like, you know, the, the realmatic theory and color is important and connection. intention is important, connection, identity, things like that. And so grasp, like trying to reach for other terms and other fundamental principles that we don't yet know is less likely to be successful than it was a decade ago, just True. because there are fewer of these things left. Mm -hmm. True. I'd just say, you know, have fun. Don't try and... Uh, it, we're, we're all just trying to have fun. There's no reason to be like, this person is wrong on the internet. I, as, as David said, right, he joined 17 Shard at last to tell someone that, they, that that theory was wrong, right? It's just important to realize that we all really like the books. We are mm -hmm. all in this together and in this discussing, and we don't need to win in a fight. Right, like there, there's no, there's no reason for that. Uh, I really encourage you to read Matt's uh, thing on debate etiquette. Uh, good for a lot of discussions on the internet. Uh, just talking and, about how to yeah. do things properly, and also that can apply to you know character theorizing Absolutely. or character analysis as well, right? And I think <laughs> it's, it can be even Anything. more. You know, I think character analysis. I think it can be easier to become really personally invested yes, even than um, and yeah. there's more subjective elements. I feel there. this is true about this character. So it is yeah. true. And like, that's um, not wrong. So, like, that's how you read the no. character, right? Yeah. Uh, like Eric read Zane as a complete waste of space. That, that is true. Yes. That, 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 doesn't, yes, that doesn't I, mean I, that. That doesn't well, mean that, you know, a Zane fan is, is yeah, out Matt, to lunch. Get out of here. You're banned. Get out of my Zane tattoo. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm going to break all my rules. It's not fun. I take it very personally, okay, that you like Zane. Get out of here. It's fine. I don't care. Uh, this is because Matt and I, I guess we've known each other for nearly 12, actually over 12 years now. Yeah. When you, when you think about it, that is really weird to think about, actually. Yeah. It's just yeah. 2008. Uh, yeah, no, every, every now and then I go... Hey, these people I'm talking with right now, I will probably be talking with them about similar things for the next multiple decades of our lives. Think how good and, our and camera just... quality and stuff will be <laughs> 10 years from now on Shardcast. We'll have, well, I'll, I'll persuade all of you to get acoustic foam up everywhere. You'll all yeah. have studios. Dude, and... Shardcast VR. Shardcast yeah. VR, hollow. you'll you'll be like sitting next to us, punching us in the face when you hollow, don't like what we're hollow, saying. Hollow Shardcast, Hollow Deck VR, Hollow Deck yeah. Shard. Shard. We're just Deck. like, what is a Hollow Deck? <laughs> Any other thoughts on just uh, theory theorizing advice? We totally didn't plan this, but it seemed relevant for what yeah. we we're doing. I would I would say that oftentimes simple is better, and and I guess this this kind of touches on the pick one thing and, and focus on it but like overly convoluted like sometimes sometimes the best theories are the ones that are just like hyper focused it, this, this so for example this is not even not even a theory but like if you remember the way of kings so we have the story of wonder sale where uh Derithil goes and finds these people the uvara and the uvara. uh the, yeah. the story the story ends or or one of the the morals of the story is that 
the emperor of the Ovara uh, had been dead for a long time. And so Derithil climbs to like the tower where the emperor is and goes to the top of the tower and finds that person to be dead. And so here comes the realization that all of the crimes the Ovara had been doing had been their own fault, their own responsibility. And so the last chapter, I think, in The Way of Kings, or at least one of the later chapters, is the chapter where Dalinar realizes that Honor is dead and the Almighty is dead. And all of the things that the Alethi and the, the and humanity has been doing, all of the crimes have been their responsibility. And the title of that chapter is In the Top Room. And it's, to me, it's such a powerful callback to the top of the tower with the Ovara and the Emperor. You know, somehow I've literally never noticed that. Maybe tons oh, of really? people didn't, but no, I, I, I think... I, I I think this is this is page runner realizing this in like yeah. Oathbringer times. Yeah, yeah, by yeah. The way. yeah. Like and yeah. it's it's such a small thing, but I remember it so well because it's like you can't even call it a theory. It's just hey, I noticed this cool thing. But and it it's is cool. so powerful to remember. Yeah. I, going off that, man, chapter titles are so troll. Honor is dead, chapter two of uh, <laughs> yeah. Way of Kings. <laughs> just like and Calvin says it is just like is it it's just really funny in retrospect. It's like, yeah, of course, Honor's dead. That's chapter two's title. Context. Come on, <laughs> or like, I, yeah. I think I think it was in an annotation, but Brandon saying, oh, like the one of the big secrets of Mistborn is on the first page of the Final Empire. Yep, and we got on a lot of mileage arm. out of looking for that. <laughs> it's it is funny how some people notice the ah the. It's on his arms, not like in his yeah. arms. And some people notice yeah. that, and other people are like that's that's crazy. That's just a metaphor. That's just yeah. it's well, like no, no, no. That's very intentional. There was discussion about Alendi um, is noted at one point to have a birthmark on his left arm, and so some people were like, "Oh, is the birthmark <laughs> what we were talking about?" But then yeah. people being like, "It's on his arms, plural." Not <laughs> you know, you know, you know arm. how he got that birthmark, Matt. Green's wow. obsidian. Market. Green's obsidian, yeah. <laughs> but one one plug I did want to put in, um, just for people who are interested in the Time Wasters Guide archive, is it's also really fun to go back and look at things Brandon has said. Because oh, he used yeah. to be more Oh right, yeah. Um Brandon used to be more active on the forums before he realized, I think, that we were retaining all his words and going over <laughs> them in with a fine-tooth comb. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, there's some cool stuff if people are interested in going back. If you search Yule, E-U-O-L, which was Brandon's username, uh, he says some cool things. Uh, you can see where he's getting cameos and a lot of like just forum users who were involved became like the names for the great houses. It was just a person named Techiel. Yeah, Techiel and Ilariel. I also came from the forums. Um and he also, you know, kind of talks about you see him backing away from the forums and saying, I don't want to be here. I don't want to interfere with this as much. Um, he discusses his first book deal, like before Elantris was published, which is kind of crazy. And so there's yeah. some cool, cool lore, old lore about about Brandon and his development as an author. So I encourage yeah. people to go and search that. Or even going back to that Hero of Ages Q and A, like if you want to see the fandom learn about the Cosmere, like that's where Brandon tells that's the fans that the Cosmere exists. Stuff. That is yeah. a good thread. And like all yeah. the wobs are on Arcanum, mm -hmm. uh, 
But like, not every one of Brandon's posts is on Arcanum because it's like yeah. he has four thousand posts there, and like a lot of it's him just hanging out with friends. Like, I think there's times where he's like spitballing. It's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll we'll call Way of King series like Oath Shards or something, you yeah. know, and like things like that before he rewrote it and stuff. You you also have uh, him like arguing with his brother or friends about like the X-Men movies and yeah. like what a definition of a hero is like it, it's it's cool stuff. I remember he was uh kind of shopping around the idea of what to call uh the magics in in Mistborn. So mm-hmm. yeah. he, he'd always been pretty set on Alomancy, but originally the magic that we know as ferrochemy was going to be Hemalurgy. called something like hemallergy. Yeah. And he was like shopping the idea of hemallergy or maybe like sanguimancy. I want it to be yeah. something with blood. But then there is this other magic system that is more blood focused. Yeah. So maybe I should call it that. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, he was workshopping ferrochemy. And, and some people, I think on Time Wasters, are like, I don't really like the name ferrochemy. But it's like, oh, yeah. you know, that's what we're going with. Get used to it. Yeah. 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 There's some, some cool stuff. I hope that you found it very amusing to listen to us be completely wrong. Let's just have fun. We're just talking about... Not partially wrong. Partially wrong, wrong, but it, it partially amusingly wrong. wrong. Like, And we'll, we'll continue to do the same thing. Over look, and over I imagine, over, yeah. like... After a while, we'll do another one of these. It's like, hey, remember that crap that we said? Well, that was real dumb. Or, or really on the ball. Or half and half. So, why don't we go to who's that Cosmere character? This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tien. Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. It's time for who's that? Cosmere character. Call. So you know the game. You send five clues and a character to WTCC at 17shard.com. We'll read the clues aloud, and these guys need to guess who's that Cosmere character. Uh, also send in questions. We'll do a Q&A segment sometime when Faith, Pat, and Grace are here. And yeah, I, I don't know. But look, we had to have really old-timey fans for this episode, so that's what we had to do. All right, so this one is sent by Nitpicking, uh, who does, Uh-oh. he says, say, edits the Copper Mind very rarely. Liked oh. Jess's uh, blood soul casting thing, said that she got all the details right. Good. Oh, good. A person of culture, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> you agree with us. That means we like you. <laughs> just, just kidding. It's exactly how it works, actually. We're, we're, we're saying that jokingly all right clue one this character is a scholar navani no shashara no Ooh, like it yoshi of thalena yasa's friend in oh Pen-Pen. nice nice no wow. clue two this character has daughters daughters <laughs> tindwell it is oh, tindwell oh nice, nice. Very uh, nice. original Mistborn question. That was good. Yeah, when Matt's yeah. on the show, you know, you know, he's gonna get that arrow <laughs> one stuff. Uh, so the other clues are: this character dislikes predictions about the future. Ooh, that's a good clue. That would have been like a Richard misdirect. I nice. know. Yeah. I should have put that. Very in. nice. Second. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Clue four: this character advises a king, and clue five: this character wears jewelry. 
Nice. Very good. Very good. Nice. Some, directions, some directions to Yasna there. Yeah, too, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. This next one is sent by Blue Tiger. Ooh. Clue one. This character is in line for the throne. Adolin. No. Kavid's colon. <laughs> no. It's, is that your guess? He's dead. Uh, he was at one point in line for the throne, I assume. No, it's not my guess. Uh, okay, that's fine. I, I know that's a joke. <laughs> uh, Kavid's colon. If you don't look that one up on the compromise. <laughs> Cousin Caves. <laughs> yep. Who, who, okay, so in line for a throne. Redden. It is not Redden. That's good. Um, I'm going to go out of left field and say Serene. No, good, good, good. Clue two, which may or may not be helpful. This character is very religious. Foffin. It is Foffin. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, nice. nice. Nicely done. Nice. Yeah, I, I, I figured one of you might get it on clue two. I was like, yeah. I was trying to, I was like religious. I'm like, okay, we got to skip to the planets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, clue three is this character is Nathian. So you'd probably get there pretty yeah. quick from there. Clue four, this character is very helpful. And clue five, this character has given their life to their religion. This yeah. is super ironic to me because when I heard Blue Tiger... I, I wanted to make I, I wanted to make <laughs> some Nalthus color joke. I'm like, oh, like Red okay, Panther. I'm going to I'm going to think Nalthian characters. You know, yeah. I wanted to make a joke, but, but then I'm like, oh crap, it's Fafin. So I really should not say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Fafin is one of Vivenna and Ciri's uh siblings. This is the Idrian monk. She's yeah. the monk one, yeah. Yep. And initially third in line behind um Ridger. the brother Ridger and Ridger yeah. and Vivenna. Or not Vivenna, was... Vivenna's not in line because she was Right, yeah. Yeah. Because right. she was in t- always intended to marry the god king right, at right, the right. beginning. Yep. So it's always yeah. gonna be Ridger. Yeah. So <laughs> that gotta get that Ridger and Fafin lore in, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the unpopular siblings. <laughs> I I hit the random page in the copper mine the other day and it sent me to Ridger. Yeah. yeah I yeah. always go to Ridger when I hit random. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> it's, it's a crack in the universe. <laughs> I mean, he's on a ridge. What what is he wanted? Of course he's on a crack in, of the universe. It makes sense. Indeed. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I have no idea what you'll think of this, but uh, I, we had a lot of fun laughing at, at our ridiculousness. Uh, we will have a Google Doc down below, which probably means we should actually edit this. And so this is actually viewable for normal humans uh, rather than our quick copy pasta action <laughs> here. But we hope you enjoyed. Uh, you can follow us on 17 for all the book discussion you want. Be nice. We're all having fun together. Uh, you can join Discord for the same thing, but, you know, faster. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube. You can uh, find us on iTunes. You can support us on Patreon. And we'll see you next time. You know, we should probably do something character-y soon because it's, it's kind of been mm-hmm. a bit. So we'll, we'll yeah. need to do something like that soon. So we'll see you all sure. next time. Peace. Cheerio. Check out the TWG archive. <laughs> Call.
That'll be in the Google Doc.